Right now, we're in the African savanna on a beautiful, sunny summer morning, where we're witnessing a young Amazon PPC campaign in its natural habitat. This juvenile campaign is just two weeks old, newly birthed from Seller Central. You can tell this campaign has so much natural instinct with its fresh new auto-targeting ad groups. Watch closely. You can see already it's learning how to stand and grow, reporting on clicks, conversions, and ACOS. While it seems like this young campaign is healthy and strong, in its youth, it's extremely vulnerable and unprotected from lurking predators. Michael, look! On the horizon, a herd of fierce, irrelevant search queries are approaching. Ah, yes, Stephen. While these queries are dangerous, they don't attack like a lion or a jaguar. Instead, they are parasitic, slowly debilitating an Amazon campaign by draining its ad spend budget to death with low conversion rates. This poor young campaign, defenseless and completely unaware of the encroaching danger. Oh no! The predators have descended upon the campaign! And look! Here comes, galloping in the distance, a search term with 75 clicks and no conversions. This is surely the end of this young campaign. Ah! What's this? Suddenly appearing out of the brush. It's a fully grown ad badger charging in! He's coming to save the campaign! And completely upgrading the campaign with new bid optimizations. Michael! The ad badger is completely pulverizing the vicious, unprofitable search terms. The ad badger has proven himself victorious once again, and he will go on to fight and defend more Amazon campaigns here in the savannah for many years to come. What's going on, Badger Nation? It's Mike and Steven from Ad Badger, and you are listening to the AMZ PPC Den podcast, the world's first Amazon PPC advertising podcast and your source for all the tips, tricks, and optimization strategies you need to get the most from your Amazon ads. And you guys can find all of our episodes, show notes, and links at adbadger.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, everybody out there in Badger Nation? It is day... Who knows what day it is of quarantine, Stephen? I don't know. Is it Tuesday? Is it Thursday? Is it April? I thought we were just in March. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. A little bummed that my uh, my Bluetooth headphones aren't working, so I got a, I had to fish out these old wired headphones from like 2006. Ooh, the pain of quarantine is palpable <sighs> on this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I... Um, we have a really special episode. These are some of our most popular episodes. Every time we peel back some of the, what would be obfuscation, you know, this, these are numbers that Amazon could put out themselves and put all of our uh, worries and concerns and thoughts at bay. However, that is not a thing that happens. Google has never really done it. Facebook doesn't do it. Amazon doesn't do it, which is talk about averages, talk about stats, talk about numbers, what's the average cost per click, what's the average ACOS. And this is a very special episode because we we are recording this on April 16th, and we are going to be looking back from February 1st, 2020, looking forward as to what how and what and how stats have changed, particularly three ones that I'm really interested in is ACOS over time, conversion rate over time, conversions per user over time. Those are some of the biggest uh, 
the most interesting metrics will probably pull up uh, cost per click uh, over time, all these different things. And of course, big fat disclaimer, these are just, of course, our small slice of the Amazon advertising universe. Uh, so obviously we don't know unless, we don't know metrics that exist outside of the Ad Badger ecosystem, but uh, you know, we, are, we, do, we do have a lot of uh, ad spend flow through our system, Stephen. Yeah, we've been using that word uh, a little bit lately, the Ad Badger ecosystem, uh, or just referring to ourselves as, as the ecosystem. I really like that because it just makes me really feel like I'm back in uh, biology, learning about <laughs> animals and symbiotic <laughs> relationships in the ecosystem. We're here, and it's and it's real. I mean, we have a the Facebook group, which people can join at adbadger.com/facebook. The Facebook group is popping off lately. We've been doing daily Facebook Lives, which is a really cool medium to work in. Uh, you know, I used to think Facebook Lives kind of useless, like, oh, you know, you record it and then it's like gone forever. But it kind of hangs out there a while and people will end up watching it like later that day. You know, not everybody can be there at three o'clock central. So it's like, you know, you will tune in later or tune in afterwards or, you know, we promote it to our audience for 24 hours afterwards. And it's like a nice way to keep people up to date on the day by day if people are interested and it looks like people are. So thanks everyone out there for watching and tuning in. Um, but compared to a podcast, it's, uh, you know, if anyone knows this podcast, you know, we put a lot of production effort into it to, to get it really get it really right. Sometimes I'm on podcasts myself and I'll ask the person like, oh, are you going to send this to your audio or video editor? They're like, nah, just going to post it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> big, big shout out to our editors uh, out there. Um, but with all that, with all that said, uh, where am I going with this, Stephen? Help me out. <laughs> I think we're about to talk about uh, March PPC performance for Amazon. That's a good idea. Let's jump into it. Let's actually look at some of these numbers. We are going to be looking at and evaluating, you know, what is the impact of coronavirus on PPC campaigns? Um, what is the impact uh, of sort of the news cycle and the way that things have been impacted? Uh, the waves of layoffs that, got, that took place in America. I think it's over 10 million at this point, people that got laid off over the last 45 days. Uh, 22 so, million. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so... We are, one, incredibly grateful to be able to serve our community, our ecosystem, as you would call it. Um, so thank you all for tuning in, listening, your messages. You know, we, this is, I don't think there's a single paid traffic person, digital marketer out there that doesn't genuinely, to some degree, really enjoy helping people um, in the sense of like, this is part of the reason that wakes me up to do this. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, there's like real people listening. There's like real people reading our blog. There's like real people in everywhere, all over our ecosystem. And it's awesome to be of service during this time. So with all that said, the metrics that we're going to share, of course, are just from the AdBadger ecosystem. And I know that no matter what we share, there were millions and millions of people impacted by coronavirus impacted like health wise people like people died like a lot of people died like a lot of people were put through the roller coaster on intensive care and like all these things and it was really scary and i think with all that said what we are going to share are 
and of course, companies, you know, how to go out of business. Like imagine being a restaurant right now. That's like incredibly devastating. Imagine working in the service industry and you're just, there's no work for you. Um, so we know that definitely people were really impacted. And I, I feel like it's, it's, it's definitely worth mentioning before we sort of recap, let's talk about Amazon numbers. It's like putting it all in context. Context. With that being said, this is an Amazon marketing show and we wanna give you some perspective here uh, on what has happened inside uh, Amazon stats, at least our sliver of it over the last 45 days. Um, so we definitely have a lot of uh, compassion and thought and kindness uh, and our hearts go out to everyone impacted. And um, let's actually start talking about these numbers, Stephen. So we have, we have data going back uh, that we do publish, you know, if you just search Amazon advertising stats, you will find our longer post on this where we actually go back all the way from 2018. And you can sort of see how metrics have changed since then. So if you haven't checked that out, just go to Google and type in Amazon advertising stats and you will find our post. And with all that said, Let's, let's actually start talking about it, Stephen. So when you like to do these retrospectives and you like to do these lookbacks on all this metric, on all these metrics, even before you, you know, even before we start digging in, how do you think about these metrics and why are they meaningful to you? Yeah. So just for everyone who's kind of wondering what metrics we have at our disposal here, um, we are tracking impressions, clicks, um, number of orders or conversions, um, total ad spend, total sales, um, and then also how many users are in that pool of data. So then we also have like number of impressions per user on average, number of clicks per user, cost per user, conversions per user. Uh, and we have that broken down on a day-by-day -day basis. So what happened on March 1st, what happened on March 2nd, as well as you know the sum of all of March, um, the sum of the click-through rates for every day, for the whole month, for the average cost per click, for the A costs, conversion rate, um, all that stuff is, is at our disposal. Um, metrics that aren't super important to me are the, uh, the harder numbers, like how many sales were done that day or sales per user. Because really that kind of, I mean, there's so many variables involved in that. Um, that's not gonna tell you much on, I guess, like the consumer market that is uh, that is shopping right now, um, because you know maybe they're buying. You know, if, if sales per user goes up, um, that could mean that they're buying more expensive items. It could just mean they're buying more quantity of items. Uh, but the metrics that really are important to me are conversion rate, uh, click through rate, and uh, a cost, as well as cost per click. Um, so kind, mm -hmm. kind of those are those are the ones that really tell tell me a story. Um, click through rate tells me a lot about shopping behavior as well as ad placement. Um, conversion rate tells me a lot about like the demand of the market. Cost per click tells me a lot about the competition that's happening. Um, you know, it, obviously like in Christmas time, CPCs go up because everybody wants to, you know, be aggressive. Um, uh, ACOS is, is going to be a combination of, you know, com competition, cost per click, as well as conversion rate and actual, you know, sales that are being driven. So, um, you know, just for purposes of just really kind of boiling it down to how is coronavirus impacting uh, e-commerce, specifically on Amazon, uh, I think conversion rate and ACoS are the two most important metrics to be uh, looking at, both from comparing March to February and also looking at the individual days of March and, and you know, kind of understanding what was happening in the news, what was happening with Amazon announcements and how does that impact conversion rates and ACoS along the way. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting too to see, you know, when you're in a when you're in a ca- an account, while these are averages, and in the future we'll be like parsing these out by industry and things like that. I think it's it's always interesting to sort of see where you are when you're in the midst of it. It's and you can start saying, you know, it's it's not so much oh, I should be at a certain spot because the average is, you know, 70 cents cost per click. It's more so, oh, I have an above average account. It's like my clicks are more expensive than average. Uh, And you can sort of, you know, it does take some experience to sort of realize that, like, am I way out of line? Like, am I really above average? Or is this about... uh, Am I above average or is do I just operate in an above average industry like supplements or something like that? Mm-hmm. So take it with a grain of salt, of course. And let's actually start analyzing some of this data, Stephen. So first up, I just want to compare month to month. Um, you know, a lot of people and actually to kind of go back to what I was saying with following the story of like the news and everything. Um, around January and February, there was a lot of fear in um, for Amazon sellers, uh, particularly those who source um, parts from China, um, because uh, you know that was where China's own kind of epidemic was just kicking off with with uh, the novel coronavirus, and uh, a lot of factories were getting shut down um, just out of protection for the people, and so a lot of people lost a big portion of their sourcing. Um, and had to, you know, switch to other suppliers. Uh, that took time. It, it was expensive to do that. Um, a lot of people just got their supply cut off altogether. So a lot of people actually just cut their ad spend altogether. And, and even going into March, a lot of people just paused campaigns altogether. Um, and what that actually, what we actually saw as a result of that was um, CPCs came down uh, in February and March because so many people were pausing campaigns, trying to cut spending. And that was one of the things that we we had actually uh, released a, a post uh, on on our social talking about you know um, we gave the the I mean you posted this in the Facebook group Mike and then we turned it into a, a social post with a cool illustration from our uh, graphic designer but um, you know in a race the turns or the curves are the best uh, the best time to pass your competition. Um, and most people will just slam on the brakes before the turn. And we were kind of saying, Hey, you know, slow down, but keep your speed up, uh, and accelerate out of the turn. And so that's what we've been telling people and folks who've been doing that have seen a, a positive return, um, because the CPCs have been coming down, that's been bringing their a cost down as well, because the cost per acquisition is lower. It's cheaper with less competition. Um, so that's one of the biggest things that we've seen in February and March. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, Mike? Yeah. I mean, the moment you pause your campaigns, you've just made it cheaper for everybody else, um, bar none. So in order to, so, I mean, we definitely, and we talked about this uh, a little bit ago uh, in a couple episodes back, but just how to approach it. You know, if you are feeling economic hardship and, you know, you do have slowed down times, Amazon's not accepting non-essentials, all these different things, there's ways to approach that without completely turning off your campaigns to almost reduce the, the velocity of your daily sales. So, I mean, we talked about that in another episode. You know, you want to lower your bids, lower your target A costs, and lower your budgets. Um, so that's generally the trend. Like that's generally the story here. You know, that the the headline of the metrics are that orders per day increased quite a bit late March. Yeah, and one thing too uh, to add just to the CPC thing, just to kind of give you guys some hard numbers, 
Um, usually we've seen the, uh, the average cost per click is usually around 90 cents to a dollar, um, a little bit higher in, in, you know, the, the seasons of like Amazon prime day or, uh, Christmas time, um, black Friday. But you know, for March, the, uh, the kind of average cost per click for the month was, hold on, got to pull it up again, uh, 76 cents. Um, so, you know, quite a bit lower from the 90 cents to a dollar average, um, the other thing that happened, uh, at least in the United States, as things started getting really crazy, and this is kind of what we actually see in conversion rates uh, and ACoS for the month of March, is the first half of the month um, was pretty average on conversion rates. Um, and then towards the second half of the month, conversion rates blow up and ACoS really falls. And that's because about halfway through the month, um, CD, the CDC started recommending people to, you know, abstain from essential activities, to stay indoors, to self-quarantine. And then eventually there were, you know, local uh, county, state, and eventually federal regulations requiring uh, the shutdown of non-essential businesses. Um, so, you know, restaurants, a lot of small businesses had to get shut down and that forced people to move their shopping to online. Uh, and so we see some really interesting data there that happens with the conversion rates. I know. Um, I talked about it uh, on a Facebook Live last week where um, Amazon Australia was seeing holiday level sales on Amazon at a non-holiday, like so, so during this past time. And people and basically the 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 exciting thing there is like, is Amazon Australia now a viable option in terms of, you know, their populations, yeah, just almost like Canada. Um, I'm rounding hard there. I think, I think there's like a 10 million or more population difference between Australia and Canada, but, um, you know, could Australia become another place where you pick up 10% of your sales? Um, that being said, like, are people going to be using Amazon more? I don't think this is going to change for quite some time. Like, I think people will continue to use Amazon more and more. Uh, I mean, we know that, like, we're in an industry that's growing, like, uh, and that's fantastic. So we sort of knew that Amazon was, was going to go up anyway. And it looks like this has likely changed culture a little bit, you know, where it's like, okay, I can go to Walmart or I'll just get it online really quick. And it'll be here tomorrow. You know, Prime will continue ramping up. So the actual number from, you know, the beginning of March to the end of March is a 40% gain in conversions. And, you know, anecdotally, when I'm talking to customers, that they say that March was sort of going like gangbusters, uh, where if they, you know, were able to be in stock and were able to, to sell, they were moving really well in March. And that is what our data said. It was actually a 44% increase in conversions from the first week of March to the last week of March. And what's interesting about that is as you know, I don't, I, I, I have to believe that buying behavior will be changed for the next year in the sense of like, I expect more consumers to be shopping on Amazon and that is good for everyone listening to the show. Um, and I think, I don't think it'll be a permanent 40% increase. Uh, you know, we don't have the, all the data for April just yet, but I uh, am already anticipating it not being like that late March high into April. Uh, it'll probably be elevated a bit. But with that said, 
you know, seeing the, the, the story of March uh, from February into March is that conversion rates went up towards the end of March, conversions per user per day went up, ACoS went down, and CPC was also went down. Uh, where the last couple of days of March, we were seeing average CPCs like under 75 cents, under 70 cents on some days. Yeah. Uh, another thing that we saw that was, you know, so looking back at February's data, uh, and if anyone hasn't heard our stats, uh, you know, previous episodes on stats or uh, read our blog post, we've, we've, in the past, you know, shown that like uh, over the course of a year, the average conversion rate on Amazon is around nine to ten percent. Uh, usually closer to ten, at like the nine point eight percent range. Uh, for February, the average conversion rate was about eight point eight percent, so a little bit lower than average. But that's also pretty normal for February. Um, February is usually a pretty slow month because. Um, shoppers are coming out of the hot season in December and January, even January. Um, lots of sales are strong because people are, you know, starting new, you know, healthy habits or there's like returns and repurchases happening, um, from the holiday craze. So February was, was very normal, um, kind of number to see that 8.79, uh, percent in March. However, that's where we really started seeing. So again, at the beginning, beginning of the month, um, you know, conversion rates were still pretty low, uh, pretty similar to February, um, hovering around like the eight to nine percent range. But then, um, once that kind of mandate to self quarantine kicked in, uh, conversion rates like skyrocketed, um, when it going up to as high as let's see, on the uh, on the seventeenth of the month, it approached eleven point seven percent conversion rate, which is you know holiday numbers, and it stayed above ten percent. Uh, basically from the 14th till the end of the month, it stayed above 10%, um, with the exception of one day. So it was hitting like 10 and a half, 11, 11.5%. And there was one day where conversion rates, uh, kind of stumbled back a little bit to 9.6%, which 9.6 is still good. Um, that's basically average. So it fell down quite a bit from what was the, the high. And on that day, ACOS went from the previous days when conversion rate was higher, it was, you know, uh, uh, it was about 25%, 26%. Um, the average on Amazon is about somewhere between 30 to 40% for the average seller, uh, ACOS. And, you know, coming from 25% ACOS, it jumped up to 30% ACOS on that same day. So conversion rates plummeted, ACOS went up. Mike, do you know what event happened on that day, the, the 22nd that, that caused that? Is this a quiz? I because I'm running a blank. Yeah, right it's now. a pop quiz. Okay, I don't know what was it. That is when Amazon announced the delay of all non-essential items. Oh uh, yes. So that was uh they didn't quite. So that was that was going into Sunday, uh, and I remember getting an email on Sunday from a client of ours being like, "What's going on? ACOS is going crazy." Uh, I looked at it and uh, I saw that email and it was Sunday and I was like, okay, well it was Sunday night. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll look at this on Monday morning. And then I got an email from him again on Monday morning saying like, Hey, so sorry, don't worry about it. Amazon sent me an email saying that they're delaying the shipment of non-essentials by 30 days. And so we see that across the board for pretty much everybody on the 22nd there had an ACOS spike and conversion rate drop. And that lasted for a little bit as shoppers were clicking on multiple products, trying to see, can I get something that ships faster? Can I get something that ships faster? And then Amazon finally put a banner up that said, hey, non-essentials are being delayed. We want to prioritize essential items. And so then conversion rates went back to, I guess, above average after that. 
um, and they maintained above you know 10% through the rest of the month. Uh, ACOS remained below 30% for the rest of the month, um, even dropping to as low as 22% um, on a few days. Yeah, uh, and I mean the orders per day, uh, you know, for the last seven days versus the first seven days was 44% greater, um, according to our metric. So, absolutely, um, and it and it's it's really interesting as like hours matters, days matter during a crisis like this, because as you're getting data, you know, on the, on March 21st, it's like, oh, things are good. And then March 22nd happens and it's like, wait a second, my conversion rate is now down quite a bit and my ACOS is jumping high. It's important to sort of stay vigilant of that and sort of build up these feedback loops where it's like, okay, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. I need to monitor for any changes uh, because days are changing so from one day to the next, it can change quite significantly. So sort of continuously doing that sort of reality check of like, how are we doing? What's going on? What is the data telling me and why? Uh, and seeing how you can sort of do that because the last week of March. So again, we said like, don't turn off your campaigns because probably a big part of the reason why the ACOS fell so much in that last week of March is because a lot of people turned off their campaigns, making it cheaper for everybody else. That's why CPCs were down in the last bit of March, um, you know, sliding, like I mentioned, below 70 cents on some days. Um, that's why conversion rate was up and orders per day were up and ACOS was down over the last week of March. So again, like being, you know, I heard a quote, Stephen, turning off your advertising to save money is like, turning off your watch to save time. It's like people are going to be clicking. And I mean, the great part about CPC traffic is you don't pay unless people are clicking on it and looking for it. Uh, and especially Amazon CPC traffic, like people are actively looking for these things. So with all that said, that's just basically, and Henry Ford said that. Uh, and and that's basically a way to say like- Wait, Henry Ford people said buying, the quote about the turning off your watch about- According to Googs, According to Google. Henry Ford talked about advertising. That's pretty. I should read more of it. What he yeah. says on advertising. How about that? Yeah. Was he, he talking about that. specifically uh, PPC campaigns? I <laughs> uh, actually Amazon PPC. Oh wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't big into Google ads. He was ahead of his time because he was ahead of his watch. He never turned it off. Whoa, time traveling, Henry Ford. Um, <laughs> with all that said, being being in the game. And again, the goal isn't necessarily to beat your normal record. Again, people were coming out of Q1 probably with record revenue days uh, and then sliding into late February and March and having their revenue completely change. The goal wasn't necessarily to, to match that time, but it was to maintain any speed so that when it is over, and you, so not only when it is over, you're moving faster than your competition, but also, and you can become a leader, but also there was opportunity here. There was opportunity that, that peaked in late March. Yeah. I forget if I said this on a previous episode, um, but I, I mentioned it in our Slack channel, one of the things that's so funny is, you know, the, the top trending, um, searches on Amazon right now, uh, as would, you would probably expect are things like toilet paper, paper towels, hand sanitizer, face masks, those kinds of stuff. Most of those things are sold out. And so the items with like 
hundreds of one-star reviews, which is like horrible, horrible reviews that are like way overpriced are being listed as like the best sellers because they're the only ones selling because everything else is out of stock. Um, and that's like kind of an extreme example. But the point in saying that is if your competition is pausing their campaigns because they're afraid of losing money or they're afraid of running out of stock, like this is your opportunity, you know, assuming that you have inventory, um, that, you know, that you can manage it well. Um, this is your opportunity to climb up and win the best sellers badge if you've never had it before. Um, because now is kind of the time for where other people are slowing down. And if you speed up, you can win Amazon's choice badge, uh, best sellers. So definitely something you want to uh, strive for. Right. And, and if you can do that, take advantage of it. And if you can't, you don't want to be standing still because right. there is massive inertia in business where, you know, there's some things in, in our business where we feel the impact of decisions we made in February and like we're trying to turn it around right now. It's like starting up like the lawnmower, like pulling that, pulling that cord, starting up that engine takes time to get going. I wouldn't know about that. I have an electric powered uh, lawnmower. Nice. With a battery. That's good. I have a, I have a, I have a Tesla lawnmower. <laughs> Um, Mike, any observations you want to make with uh, the click-through rates for March? This was really interesting too. Um, this was actually quite startling. So again, average click-through rate around 0.33-ish. That means 0.3 out of 100 impressions will give you a click. And what was really interesting here <laughs> was that I'm just going to read off the first week of March in terms of click-through rate. 0 0.33, 0 0.34, 0 0.35. Those are the first couple, you know, within the first week. The last, uh, in the middle of the month, it dropped to 0 0.28, 0 0.24, 0 0.26, fell below average. The last about 10 days of March, 0 0.58, We were seeing basically double what click, it was at the beginning. Click through rates double what it was at the beginning, which is crazy. People were people were buying like uh, you know hunters during that time. They they knew sort of what they wanted. They were searching. They were clicking, and in that last week, they were buying. Yeah, so maybe people, I guess, gave up on trying to shop for the next best item, and they're just like, hey, if it's in stock, I'll get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the click-through rate rose from, oh, wait, well, let me do the math real quick. Yeah, click-through rate rose from the month of February to the month of March, click-through rate rose by 23%. Um, and then, and that's just the, the average for the month of March. Uh, but as you saw from the beginning of March to the end of March, it basically doubled um, from the first week to the last week. So yeah, uh, people being a lot more, I guess, aggressive with their shopping. Um, now granted, I'm sure someone out there is thinking, you know, well, maybe this is only essential items that are selling, which is why click-through rates and, and everything are so high. Um, I'll just tell you just from like helping a lot of our customers um, answering questions, um, you know, giving out campaign audits. Uh, the majority of our users are not people who sell mm -hmm. toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Um, they right. are people who just sell, you know, everyday items, um, you know, baby diapers, mm -hmm. uh, protein bars, dog food. Yeah. You know, um, 
you know, the, the people that we interact with on a regular basis, we've got Amazon marketers that help their customers, that help their clients. We've got uh, sort of the solopreneur, private label, you know, popular Amazon FBA type seller. And we've got sort of brand managers. And like almost all of them are like small businesses in the sense of they are, you know, less than, you know, 50 employees, not Charmin. Um, so I think that's, you know, that's worth sort of throwing in here too, that, uh, you know, these, these are stats from, you know, small and medium sized businesses. Um, so I think that's, you know, I think that's a good testament to ideally how people will engage with Amazon into the future. So again, like if I were Target and Walmart, they, I mean, we already know this, they're investing loads of resources into their delivery options to send people things locally from their stores, doing curbside, all these different things. Um, Amazon has a massive head start on both of them. And I think they definitely gained some ground here. And I mean, you could see it in the numbers. You could see it as as March sort of hit some really high numbers. Yeah, you know, it's it's really funny. Um, lots of people when they see an item on Amazon that's like out of stock or has like a super late ship time. Um, even myself, I bought an item on April first that's not going to be here till April twenty first. Um, so five more days, I'm <laughs> still waiting. Um, never once did it cross my mind that like, huh, I could check Walmart online. Because mm-hmm. I know that they've got sh- uh, fast ship time and your uh, target, you know, like I, nobody ever, no one's ever, I don't hear anybody ever talking about those companies. And so I know Walmart's really trying to, to gain uh, a space there in, in e-commerce, but. I, w- I will say there's like, if you were watching a movie or a TV show and someone's like, just go buy it on Amazon, you wouldn't think that was a sponsored like piece of content right. in the show. But if someone was like, oh, why don't you just buy it on Walmart? It would just like, that'd be like be cringy. <laughs> I'd be like, what? Uh, it's the same way of, of saying like, oh, just Google it. It's like, all right, I'll, like just buy it online. Yeah. No, to no many one people, says, that means like buy it on Amazon. No one says go Yahoo it. Right. I'm going to start saying <laughs> that. Well, let's, hey guys, let's ask you Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves. Um, so, so let's move on to just sort of our, our final take of this. Um, and, and we'll close this episode out. Ari, Steven. The big takeaways for me, don't slow down. You don't want to be standing still. So if you can leave your ads on, leave them going because just being in the game, like seeing that that conversion rate dip on March 22nd when they announced the really slow ship dates, just being in the game helped everyone in the game finish March potentially better than uh, I mean, not potentially, according to our data, it was better than February and January before it. So could this be the best month in you know a couple of months, potentially until Prime Day, which is going to get pushed back until late summer. So just being in the game, just being able to leave those campaigns on strategically and go back a couple episodes because we have a how to interact with your campaigns during this crisis uh, where we talk a lot of strategy. So go back and listen to it if you haven't. Um, so just being in the game is helpful. You don't want to be standing still. March was up because so many people turned off their campaigns, but by being in the game, they were able to maintain and in a lot of cases, 
gain. And the last thing is outside of your campaigns, which is just shopper behavior. I think it has changed for for good now. Like Amazon continued its you know foundation inside of shopping culture globally because this is outside of America too. Yeah. Um, closing remarks for me. Um, February 20th of 2020 marked the, uh, basically the downfall of the, uh, the market, uh, and it really collapsed in March. Um, you know, yeah, pretty much every stock, every company has been down. Um, at the time of the recording this on April 16th, uh, Amazon has hit record highs for four straight days in a row, uh, exceeding its previous record highs. Um, and so it's, it's, it's like the only stock that is currently doing better than it was 30 or 60 days ago. Uh, in fact, it's up. I mean, it did fall at one point and it is up 40% from its low, um, 30 days ago. So, wow. um, what you said, February 20, you said February 21st, 22nd. Yeah. Wow. That's when a costs got really high. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, I mean, Amazon is a hot space to be. So people who have e-commerce, uh, you know, businesses, you know, take advantage of it, take advantage of the, the strong demand right now for, uh, online shopping, um, you know, start running those Amazon campaigns more competitively before your competition gets wise enough to do the same thing. Um, one final thing I'll just say is just keep an ear to the ground and kind of, you know, try to predict shoppers behavior. Um, just yesterday, those stimulus checks from uh, from the government landed in 80 million Americans' accounts. Um, one of my clients reached out and said, "Hey, we need to be. We should bid more aggressively. Um, you know, you know, because people are probably going to be shopping and, and buying stuff who are holding out." And so, uh, so we started bidding really aggressively on top of search. And he actually sent me an email during this uh, during this podcast recording, and he said, "Crushed it yesterday, bro. However, you increased the bids was killer. Uh, we're now ranking number 33 in the best sellers." And ACOS is down 15% on top of that. So, uh, you know, try to pr- try to predict the market. Try to you know anticipate what shoppers will be doing because we don't really have data to look back on all the time. Sometimes we just need to be a little bit predictive. So, uh, best of luck to you guys. Have a good one, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Hey, everybody. It's Mike here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. And as some of you may already know, the podcast isn't all that we do when it comes to Amazon. Uh, We actually spend the majority of our day working on building the best Amazon advertising tool we possibly can to help automate a lot of the concepts that we discuss during the show. Yep. And we appreciate you as listeners. We'd love your feedback about our app. Uh, And if you're interested in giving our free trial a shot, just head on over to adbadger.com slash podcast deal. That's adbadger.com slash podcast deal. Thank you so much for the support, guys. We really do appreciate you and we'll see you next episode.